look, what's that? It's the Full Scoop. Welcome to the Full Scoop Podcast, where we'll take a quick dive into the headlines, maybe put on some skits, and in our roundtable segment, we'll be talking about El Cucuy, monsters, chupacabras, La Llorona, whatever you may fancy. I'm your host, Alan Brown. I'm Johnny Kelso. I'm Ben. I'm Richard King. I'm Winston Smith. Beautiful. Thank you, team. Thank you all for being here. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to head right into the headlines, because we got a lot of show for you. There's this new new website that I found that says Start Your Week Smart, and it just kind of is making my it's doing my work for me. It put all the headlines for the week, and I might be cheating here on out and using this. That's not fair. But we got too many stories, so yeah, I'm just gonna run through the headlines. You tell me if there's anything you want to riff on. Hurricane Fiona is reaching up to Canada. Shark's wife. Dude. Pass. Oh, so okay, pass. <laughs> Tropical storm <laughs> Ian is forecast to rapidly. Canada passed. Mm. <laughs> Iranian authorities say they will restrict internet access in the country until calm is restored to the streets. Nobody has computers there anyway. So they'll okay, never pass. have internet again? <laughs> and t- and then how do they get their porn? The next one is Vladimir Putin basically put a draft, a I don't know, it's a partial draft so that he can get more soldiers to go fight in Ukraine. And yeah, but it was pissed, no? They started uh, rioting in the streets? Who? Uh, the, the Russians? Russians? The, they're they're yes. on so, the brink of civil war? Yeah, so uh, uh, apparently anybody that is not pro-war has two options. Either go to prison or <laughs> oh, get out of the country. Like, that's it. Um, you can't have the opinion that, you, you know, you're against it. Because obviously we know that Russia is functioning in the guise of a democracy, but practically and functionally it's a dictatorship. Vladimir so. Putin, am I right? Am yeah. I right? <laughs> yeah. And then in other news, we have uh, Italians are voting today in national elections. Apparently, they had... What is this? This is after the collapse of two governments. I didn't realize that they've had two collapses of government since the last election. Who knows when that is? I just knew that, you know, back in like 2012, they were having issues. So, I don't know. I'm just worried about pizza. But Ciao uh, bella. those Who? are the headlines for the week. We already got all the good pizza makers here. Okay, oh, we've already—they've already exported all the good stuff, all the good yeah. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then um, Johnny, I wonder if you're gonna get into this in the news bites, but Artemis once again, once again delayed. No. Yeah. When uh, <laughs> I had, I had it. You had, it, had passed. you had it queued up? <laughs> yes. It, no, but I had that. Stop. It had just, passed. Just the, throw uh, it out, dude. Just We'll talk about the it next fuck. year when they're on the moon. So I throw thought that it was set for, for the 27th. No, no it's not. It's fucking I mean, it probably is, but just consider it delayed. <laughs> I've oh. set my expectations real low. So let's go to Johnny <laughs> with the Kelso Bites. What other Kelso Bites do you have for us today? Well, on a lighter note, well, no, actually, it's pretty dark. No, no. Uh, don't <laughs> space. It's your... deep space. Is that what? Don't start? cook your chicken in Nyquil. Oh, apparently that's a social media challenge that is oh, taking off. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It I glanced at it, but I don't have the backstory for that. Why are people cooking their <laughs> chicken in Nyquil? I don't know. Natural selection. Uh, yeah. Mm. The only example was was one that said if if she cooks. Your chicken and Nyquil. She's a keeper. <laughs> I, I don't know, but apparently some people are going to the ER and shit. I 
Uh, yeah. The fumes are getting like, concentrated yeah. doses, and <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so. catching a whiff of that and like face planting into the fucking chicken. Why? Because um, the, the, the night was actually like fermenting the. I, I don't know yes. enough about this, but like, it, don't you need like some don't of the do it. chemicals in Nyquil or cough syrup of some sort to like make meth or crack or something like that? Yeah, it's probably gonna explode. Sudafed is what you're thinking of. And that's what I'm thinking. Okay, How so if you, you know? get that, and you're yeah. So there's some it? bad chemistry going on there. What am I thinking of? So mm. the the lesson is don't. Cook your chicken in Nyquil. Deep fry it in Nyquil. Yes. Mm, okay. Deep okay. fried. But, but probably we need better. more details though, because Nyquil is consumable, and so is chicken. But if you mix it, it oh, together, so like, the, that's the problem. You don't boil it Nyquil when you, and then take when it. you cook it. The heat and stuff it breaks down the particles and it makes them when they go get into the air, and you're able to inhale them. It's actually like a hundred times more concentrated than if you mm. were to. Drink it. So what you're saying, the we inadvertently like, we, yes. we found a better delivery system for night. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> we do not condone that. And when you wake up in a week, you have the chicken ready. You're going to be hungry as fuck. You're going to need those. Uh... I, I thought it was like the NyQuil's mixing with PFAS. In, in oh. and it's You're directly to the brain. PFAS yeah, to the brain. PFAS to the brain. <laughs> God, the Jesus Christ. Well, that's okay like now because Elon Musk says that the Tesla Optimus, the humanoid robot that's going to oh. help you cook your chicken at night. They'll cook your now, chicken so. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Safer. So, so wait, you're saying that the food is actually edible. You just can't cook it because then the fumes get you. Yeah. Okay, the, the robot will be in the kitchen and they'll cook your chicken in NyQuil for you. Yes, and then you can eat the chicken. But uh, they're said to uh, says the human and robot will arrive September 30th. Ooh. What? Yeah. That isn't that like it's a day after premiere this? like a WWE. Like that's this week. Uh, so yes. that's five that being, days. Yeah. With that being said, when can we expect Judgment Day? Uh, yeah, how, shit, how long after what was that? it? How long after they made the hand, the judgment they happened? Anybody know? Movie it was buff? a matter of years. Well, no, it was 13 years because they had the hand at the end of part one. And judgment day isn't until 2002. Oh, my God. No, it might be closer to like 17 years later because they still had some time to the apocalypse. So the point is, let, let, I give it 20 years. It's like 20. Yeah. Okay. I'll be good. I'll be too old to care. I'll have a life. It's okay. Oh, I mean, man. it it kind of it kind of looks like the i i robot, robot. Yeah. So, I think that's that's a good analog. I don't know about Didn't you, but I'm I'm definitely gonna upgrade AI? the skin. <laughs> don't ask to what. <laughs> to what? Like download now, Lucy now I gotta Lou. ask. Wait, is it Lucy Lou or Lucy Law? What's her name? Lucy Lou. Yeah. Would you would, download? Would we Lucy be limited Lou? to certain colors? Or like with some with That's racist, bro. Come on. No, it has <laughs> to be. Hey, wait a minute. It's blackface. It's got a white body and a blackface. I'm not buying it. Mm. I'm totally buying it. Do we know the cost? <laughs> Too much. The you couldn't afford it. <laughs> oh, great. Three million dollars. Three million dollars. Shut up. Is it? No. But, well, you never uh, you never want the first generation of anything, anyways. Oh, you know you're that right, first you're gen's right. gonna be strangling yeah, their owners in their sleep. 
I'm going to wait for the one with opposable thumbs. Imagine waking up in the middle of the night and the robot's just like hovering over you. Hello, I'm master. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve you. How was your nap? <laughs> the webcam activated. Everybody sees how the robot's strangling you in the middle of the night. Uh, $10,000 oh, is the projection right now. That's not bad. That's so, not bad. What the 10, hell? Hmm. Wait. That's doable. How I mean, much would a Tesla robot cost? SoftBank Robotics offered its home companion, Pepper, for around 1800 before halting production. But with Tesla's advanced technology, many are predicting that the robot could cost $10,000 or far more. So it you, left us at t- at least 10000 Could be $10 million. Or more. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you really yeah. only need one. It, right? I guess it depends on how many chores you want it to do. He will unlock certain abilities. Like to... <laughs> you unlock no. achievements. Oh my god! Are you, telling me, are you telling me it's gonna come with microtransactions? <laughs> Fuck yes! <laughs> Do you want me to scrub and put the dishes in the dishwasher? I have to buy like Upgrade. Elon coins. I have to buy some Elon diamonds. <laughs> oh, An Elon diamond pack for four ninety nine. Uh, no, ten ninety nine. You're not seeing it. This is where Dogecoin comes into play. That's why I hope because I still have some. <laughs> <laughs> they're just sitting there. <laughs> I need to dust they're, them they're, off. They're so. just like the old Chuck E. Cheese coins. I have like a hundred of them, mm-hmm. but they all went. They went to a card mm-hmm. base now, so they're worthless. You, yeah, you no, they're not worthless. You can you can see, you, you can still use them at Peter Piper, I think. You don't have to like show but them they or don't ask have, them. You just pop them in there. It has a mouse on it. Now you have ethics? Like, that's going to stop you? You're telling me that's that's where you draw the line? A coin is a coin. And then <laughs> a Chuck E. Cheese coin. <laughs> I thought they had different weights and I was going to lose it. No, like you can put a quarter in there. in there. You ever done you're that? You're you're it doesn't work. Much. You don't have to it go directly you over could, and get the You could put... No, the quarter, the quarter comes back. Oh, it doesn't work anymore. You can right. put an old I don't know what they did. pepperoni in there as long as it's the same shape. <laughs> that's crusty one. <laughs> and play with that. That's, that's nasty as fuck. <laughs> uh, no, no, the pepperoni's dried and it's been prepped. Yeah, yeah, the dried one. Look that's like it's, it's a solid Peter Piper coin. Here's a fun question. Does anybody, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on the school systems removing cursive? What the hell? Oh, yeah, yeah that's a big It's almost problem. gone. It's almost gone. I, it's, it's I heard like this news ten years 99% ago. Ninety-nine percent out of the system now. When was the last time uh, you used cursive? Well, that's I a I funny. I sign documents every week. See, yeah. I'm having the problem. So, why was cursive invented? I know. I was. I was about to say that. I mean, we don't. We have to evolve the letter. Oh, okay. A. Well, here's Lower here's case. the thing. Ah. Cursive was the evolution. It was a it was a way to uh, make shorthand f- uh, uh, writing faster. You don't mm-hmm. have to pick up your pen, and right. it, it was made obviously it was made back when you had like writing with fucking feathers and quills. That right. the the motion of picking it up and putting it back down would snap and feather the, the tip. Or it could you know you're losing the dry time on the right. Uh, yeah, the up and down, so it makes it it makes it longer. So yeah. it was created to to more quickly fluidly write and not only that it also preps you for the next letter that's coming up 
mm-hmm. and it, it helps the mind when you're learning how to write. Right. It, it helps, or you're learning the alphabet. It helps your mind develop the proper way, and you won't get your A's mixed up. I mean, your D's mixed up with your B's. I do. Depending on, on the loops and stuff. <laughs> and I'm having the hugest trouble with my kids right now. It's, Why do you have trouble with your kids, John? Uh, I only communicate in cursive, and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're having trouble writing uh-huh. correctly. And yeah. everyone around me is saying, what does it matter that he makes the fucking E from the bottom and then goes up around and does that fucking loop? And then oh, when you take it, you. when you step back, it's all fucking chicken scratch. Mm-hmm. And he can't write for shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you're writing it completely wrong. Everything is wrong. There's no there's no sense of fluidity. All the letters are wrong. Like the P's instead of, you know, hacking the stick and then coming back around with the loop. He'll like fucking circle the loop and then pick it up from the bottom and fucking like do an upward fucking mm. slash. But isn't that just, isn't that just like, lack of the those repetitive exercises that you have to right do. so because they fucking got rid of cursive mm-hmm. if you look at the new templates that they're handing out yeah. on how to how to write your letters you know how In they print? used to have the arrows and it would yes. have the arrow this way arrow okay. this way and then back up and then yeah, loop yeah, yeah. it there's one fucking dot and one arrow for the start and that's it you think there's a correlation between between them taking away cursive because the fucking morons that are making this are the same fucking liberals that didn't want to fucking do cursive and they're like any fucking which way you write it is correct yes 100 percent correlation wait correlation between what you say ben between writing cursive and what and frying chicken with nyquil oh (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) god damn it it's those so, goddamn like, liberals and their chicken and their NyQuil. Goddamn their NyQuil brain, chicken their sniffers. Didn't get developed enough. But I do, I do think that we have to evolve. So you know, when it comes back to the writing thing, um, there are letters that we don't use anymore. There are words that we don't use anymore. And so writing is going to have to evolve because we're going to be doing less and less handwriting. It's going to be more typing and more of this right. thumb texting thing. And you know, you gotta focus in school you're gonna have to focus on the skills that are most applicable in life which they don't do but they're trying to do and so this writing thing is one one of those things um i think we'll eventually see just writing be you know uh, the the first basic lesson yeah it's just gonna go away dude think yeah i mean there is there is a place where, where that can happen because you're just gonna be texting they're just gonna give them like practice your 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 letters and then like you have to like your first exercise is like typing with the with a tablet or typing with a with an iPhone. I mean kids are already growing up well, with They've been saying that for 50 years and we still Well, yeah, but in the past 200 years we've stopped using the thorn as you see on my screen here. We've stopped using that. No, no it 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 changed shape. Well, the Wait, what usage, is that? the usage is What is that is thing? Different. What what is that thing? It is not a P, and is pronounced probably somewhere that I can't use. That's that's what happens you when know you this? don't know cursive. Why are that there so fucking many P's? stick is too big? Why are there it's so many win. P's? What's a yoke? An ash? A yoke is a. Why did the chicken cross the road? Yes, tell me a yoke. Duh. So yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of things we don't use anymore, and I mean, I guess cursives. 
Yeah, but we still use it's going out the back door. You're saying it's time we got rid of the C. So I then think... how how are you going to teach typing? Hold on, that's a good question. And Why do we have the C? For cunt. No, because you can, <laughs> you, can use, yeah. you can say that with a K, bro. Why wouldn't you use cunt? Why don't why wouldn't you use the K? Oh, we've been through this. It looks better with We the don't C. know. So that's We don't know. No, that's so <laughs> fucking stupid because they put together so many languages and yeah. other languages used C and others used the K. Yeah. And English is just so fucking retarded. Sometimes we'll yeah. use this. Sometimes we'll use them both. CK. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> uh, prime example. It is the worst language in the fucking world. But that still brings me back to how are you going to learn language and writing and okay, not, let's let's not call it writing, mm-hmm. but reading. Just language. How how do you how are you going to teach the reading? Uh, how do you teach communication? You write it. Well, you won't need any of that anyways, bro. Elon's going to make that thing that you put in your brain. The you fucking robot's going to write for you. Well, that's what I was thinking. But if you're talk- now you're talking about learning. I mean, you- you're just going to be able to download Kung Fu into your brain like, like Neo. And then you'll also be able to download basics. Why wouldn't you? Just download languages. In fact, you won't need spoken languages anymore. And you'll just think thoughts. Are we on the right? Are we on the right protocol? Matching protocol? Uh, yes. Okay. Cool. We can communicate. Okay. Well, so then on that note, you're saying that we are going to be a more technological. Um, we're trying. Species. No, no, no. What's Species. what's the where, where you uh, bridge the technology and the Cyb- androids? Cyborg? We're all cyborgs. We're all going to be cyborgs. Oh, yeah. Biomechanism. I mean, the, to me, there seems to be like an argument for like resiliency, though. I think like if your your tech fails, you need to be able to write. I feel like writing's a necessary tool. Um, I, I would mm. fucking think. Well, uh, I think that too, but I live in this year. I don't live hey, hundred years from now. Are you Dude, are you a doomsday prepper now, or not? God damn it! Th- that's gonna be in your fucking arsenal. I can write cursive, motherfucker. It was hilarious. Like two weeks ago, we had like employee appreciation. They were handing out raffle tickets and they were like hey put your name on this raffle ticket i had people come out of their office and they were like richard do you have a pen and i'm like yeah here you go <laughs> and then like somebody else came out and they're like, richard do you have a pen yeah i have i happen oh, wow. to have a spare pen and then somebody else hey do you have a? and i was like what the fuck do you not carry pens anymore and they were like yeah. it's 2022 bro like <laughs> you're you're the only one with a full fucking full assortment of colors fucking just, pen clip. I, I had like a little. I have like this little like little basket near my desk, and it just yeah, has like tons yeah, of pens in it. As you should. What? I mean, at, the first two should have been free. The third, you you should have noticed a pattern and started a business there. Like, That's what I, I was thinking. I was like, I should rent these out. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay. Well, I personally, I do still practice cursive. I even bust out my fountain pen once a year and like really go at it. Uh, I love cursive. I'm very upset. And I heard, like I said, I heard this 10 years ago. I Right away, I put it on Facebook. So they're fucking getting rid of cursive. I'm mad about it. But if the kids don't need it anymore, I mean, I really don't see the day-to-day application of it for them. But, they, um, but it's, they need to I learn feel to like it's not gone yet, dude. Like I understand. Right. But it's not gone yet. And uh, God, the I say, fucking I say the handwriting wrong. skills is horrible. I think a wrong? good uh, middle ground compromise would be if we can just type in cursive. I love that. 
<laughs> I do love that. Yeah, it should be a font. I I, I use but cursive fonts all the time. Cursive. They won't be able to read it. <laughs> well, that's their problem. Well, no one can mine. read Wingdings either, but we still use it. I can. I've it's never used. <laughs> I speak Wingding. I usually write write my my notes in cursive, <laughs> and when I'm writing it's my notes, faster. Now they're it's so notes. much faster. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because like there was this like young chick that came over to my desk one day and she was like, "Is that art?" I'm like, "No, I'm writing notes." Are you a calligraphist? Are you one of those um, poets? Such a beautiful poem. (laughs) It's my fucking notes, bitch. Jesus Christ. I like that. Whatever nonsense we're discussing, Richard King comes in like Richard Attenborough. He's like, "It's also perfectly good for note taking." (laughs) Just <laughs> something <laughs> profound and deep. <laughs> like, damn, he's right. That'll make on to the next topic. Uh, I'm Uh-oh. out. Iceberg. Oh, really, Kelso? You're out. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought you had some more there. I'll end it there. Okay. I had another I one, but I, I feel like it's gonna be. It's gonna. Like, it's gonna much. take us. Uh, yeah. yeah. Off, off the road. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, let's move on to Winston. Uh, you have another cultural attaché entry for us this week, don't you? Yes. We are returning once again to the world of Makoto Shinkai. In Genesis, God said to Noah, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. In Weathering with You, Makoto Shinkai said, hold my beer. That is the setting for this movie. A Tokyo with never-ending rain, Makoto Shinkai's follow-up to the hit Your Name centers around a story of young love, naturally, mixed in with some themes of climate change and adjusting to life in the big city. Hodaka, a high schooler, runs away to Tokyo, where it has inexplicably been raining nonstop for several weeks. After securing himself a job working for a local underground magazine, he meets Hina, a young girl taking care of herself and her little brother, when she helps him out by giving him a free meal. Hodaka soon learns that Hina has the ability to actually stop the rain and bring about sunshine just through the power of her prayers. Utilizing her mysterious power, the three of them embark on their own little side hustle, offering up her abilities through social media to people in need of a little sunshine, for a small fee of course. Before long, this sunshine girl slash weather maiden becomes a highly in-demand service from people wanting sunshine for flea markets, weddings, parties, fireworks displays, and just days in the park. But as we find out, everything comes with a price. We've talked about climate change in past episodes and the fears and concerns we have regarding its effect on the world. Makoto Shinkai set out to make a movie incorporating some of that mentality. The weather in this movie is the most crucial to the story in his works since The Garden of Words, and certainly even greater than that. In his other movies, weather has been a setting, a symbol, or a catalyst. But here, Makoto Shinkai said, forget all that. The weather will be a full-on character. It seems to have moods. At times, the weather is light and cheery, and at others, it turns almost antagonistic, practically attacking people. It steers our heroes in certain directions, forcing them to make difficult, life-altering choices. Choices that could affect not only them, but change the world. Weathering With You is the only Makoto Shinkai film I've had the opportunity to actually watch in theaters along with Mrs. Smith. It was an amazing experience. The big screen and theater sound really sold the experience of being stuck in a constant downpour. Shinkai has taken what he learned with your name and really built on it here. Makoto Shinkai has mentioned he wants to make movies everyone can watch and enjoy, and it really shows in this movie. 
Gone are the ubiquitous internal monologues of characters processing their grief, and in their place we have dialogue between characters making choices as to how to overcome the obstacles they encounter. The world building is much greater than just our main characters. The supporting cast includes more adults, several of which have their own subplots going on and their own issues to work through. Just as with your name, there's plenty of comedy to be had, and the movie even includes a wild chase sequence. While there are some somber and dramatic moments, they don't permeate throughout the whole story. There's fun, adventure, hope, and even in a world covered in rain, the visuals are varied and awesome. It's nearly impossible to take in everything that's going on in a scene. It's an incredible achievement that illustrates his growth as a filmmaker. It's as if we're in a new chapter of Makoto Shinkai's filmography. His newest film, Suzume's Locking Up, will premiere in Japan on November 11th, and hopefully if it's another hit, it should arrive in US theater sometime in 2023, and I cannot wait. But for now, this has been the final chapter of our journey through the works of Makoto Shinkai. When I started this assignment three months ago, I honestly didn't expect to relive so many of the same emotions I experienced when I first saw these movies years ago. But that's a testament to the power of Makoto Shinkai's abilities as a storyteller. He wants the audience to feel along with his characters, and that's quite a remarkable achievement to accomplish over a string of just seven stories. As for me, I hope you enjoyed this trip as much as I have, or at least learned a little something. Thank you. Thank you very much, Winston. I'd like to make a note for the listeners that we are putting together all of your Makoto Shinkai segments into video essays on YouTube. So if you don't follow the Full Scoop channel on YouTube, you should go ahead and do that now. We're going to make playlists on the Makoto Shinkai series. We're going to put our true crime series together as well into another playlist. And uh, eventually we'll also have our, our skits in their own playlist. So you can enjoy those as we bring them to you. The Full Scoop continues to grow. We're everywhere, guys. So don't forget to, to look us at Look us up. We're on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and pretty much any other podcast platform that you can think of. You, you know, you mentioned you mentioned uh, true crimes, and you know, Mrs. Smith and I, she was going through uh, some vegan recipes online, and we started talking about it when we used to be meat eaters. You know, the the, the meats Ooh. we've eaten. And I said to her, I says to her, what did I say to her? I said to her, what's the most exotic meat you've ever had? I don't think she's going to say deer or rabbit. She comes back with, I, I ate a rattlesnake once. And it was just, it was the phrasing of it. You know, she didn't say I had some rattlesnake. I I've tried rattlesnake. I ate a rattlesnake once. I don't know about oh, you guys, but I'm, I'm picturing fang to rattle. <laughs> You know, the, just the whole thing. And I, I asked you to what, what, you what's demon. that? Yeah, what is that about? And she didn't want to get I into it. I thought I knew you. <laughs> she didn't want to get into something about the first and only time she ever went camping, and then she quickly changed mm -hmm. the subject. So you don't realize I had to. <laughs> I had to eat that snake. <laughs> it wasn't a matter of choice. So, so yeah, and then. And then she comes out with, let's do true crime stories for the full scoop. Okay. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Right. Winston, what, what has been the rarest meat you've had in the past? I ate a Most very exotic. rare steak once. <laughs> a rare steak? He did say rare. <laughs> That's the wrong word. I <laughs> completely yeah, undercooked. Medium rare is good for me. <laughs> well, speaking of Mrs. Smith, it is time for true crime. 
we're going back to finish out the story of Eileen Warnos, considered by some to be America's first female serial killer. When we come back, we'll serve up the full scoop. Hey guys, Mrs. Smith here. Welcome back to the second half of Eileen Warnos. During a murder investigation, Volusia County Police discovered items belonging to a Richard Mallory at a local pawn shop with a receipt showing Eileen's thumbprint. Police then traced more stolen items from other victims that had been pawned with Eileen's fingerprints. Since Eileen had a criminal record in Florida, samples of her prints were in the criminal database. On January 9, 1991, Eileen was arrested on an astounding warrant at a biker bar in Harbor Oaks, Florida. The next day, police located Tyra in Pennsylvania. She agreed to elicit a confession from Eileen in exchange for immunity from prosecution. Tyra returned with the police to Florida, where she was put up in a motel. Under police guidance, she made numerous telephone calls to Eileen, pleading for help in clearing her name. Three days later, on January 16, 1991, Eileen confessed to several murders. She claimed that the men had tried to rape her and killed them in self-defense. Between January to November in 1992, Eileen had numerous trials for each known victim. At her sentencing, psychiatrists for the defense testified that Eileen was mentally unstable due to borderline personality disorder. In the end, she received six death sentences with the help of Tyra's testimony. Prior to her execution, Eileen claimed to still be in love with Tyra. She declined her last meal and opted for a cup of coffee instead. Her last words were, quote, Yes, I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back. Like Independence Day with Jesus, June 6, like the movie, Big Mothership and all, I'll be back. I'll be back. End quote. Okay, Eileen, you're sounding like the Terminator there. On October 9th, 2002, Eileen Wernos was executed by lethal injection, bringing a tragic end to a tragic life. Eileen would be the 10th woman in the United States and second in Florida to be executed since 1976. Some consider Eileen to be America's first female serial killer, but we'll leave that up for debate on a further true crime story. Oh, and listeners, don't think I forgot about that Oscar-winning film I mentioned in the beginning. Eileen Wuornos was portrayed by the one and only Charlize Theron, who won the Academy Award for Best Actress in Monster. Tyra Moore was played by Christina Ritchie. However, in the movie, the character's name was changed to Selby Wall. Along with delivering an outstanding performance, Charlize also underwent one of the most shocking physical transformations in film. For her role as Eileen, Charlize gained 30 pounds, had her eyebrows bleached and partially shaved, her natural hair was fried and thinned to achieve the look of dry unkept hair, layers of airbrush tattoo ink were placed on her skin to make her look older, and she even wore dentures to change the shape of her mouth. Kudos to Tony G, the makeup artist for this film for achieving the look of a serial killer on a beautiful actress. Pretty, uh, pretty crazy. But they're gonna they did like that. Pretty, pretty arousing, huh? There's the last <laughs> quote there. <laughs> I like her even more. I wish mm. I could have given her the Jesus lethal injection. Christ. 
myself. Just kidding. We don't condone serial killing. No, no, we condemn them with my penis. <laughs> even other guys. That's, that's punishment. <laughs> Yeah, it's even worse for them. <laughs> I never thought well, it'd end like this, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's <laughs> That's such a hard transition now. Mm. Um, Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think we need another uh, break. Yes, it kicked in. <laughs> And let's go to break. Well, we just came back from break. So now we actually have to do our spooktacular segment. Um, yeah. Now, this is the last week of September, but we can't wait anymore for October. So we're going to get started with our Monster Mash. I guess, right? Might as well be Monster Mash. We're doing Cryptozoology, Monsters, Chupacabras. Um, you know, we're going to talk about all sorts of things here. And I, I just wanted to, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, because I did hear when I mentioned crypto, what was the first <laughs> thing that came up? Cryptocurrency. Huh? Cryptozoology is a pseudoscience and a subculture that searches for and studies unknown, legendary, or extinct animals whose present existence is disputed or unsubstantiated. So monsters like Bigfoot. Sasquatch, Loch Ness Monster, Mike Wazowski, Werewolf. We know those are all real. The Jersey Devil, or this last one, which I, 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 this is the entry from Google. The Mokele Mbembe. Holy shit. There's, there's uh, cryptids, these monsters that haven't been proven to exist yet, right? These are cryptids. They're all over the world, and everybody has their own legends and stuff. We're, we're in uh, Texas, we're Hispanic, so I was going to. Focus on some of the ones that are closer to home or ones that we know, right? So are real. I, uh, yeah, the yes, the real yes. ones, right? These like the, the ones that we know are real. Right, we've seen them for sure. Hispanics uh, <laughs> don't make up animals. Actually, you know, you, I I have some um, some YouTube comments from various videos that I was researching, and you know, people have sightings, and they say, you know, this this is where I was, and whatever. I'll read more to you on that, but I wanted to start off with. The chupacabra, or the chupacabras, mm. or el chupacabras. That's that's the new you know, that's the new flavor of the of the month. The chupacabra, the latest flavor of the month. Well, it was originally uh, predicted by Nostradamus. The chupacabra? Yes. That's no, a nice little Mexican. bit of trivia. I don't know any of that. Really, dude? Google that right now. No way. They they what have it know? attributed to uh, Nostradamus. For the chupacabra. And this is one of those the, things where they change the letters around, and it's like if you yeah. rearrange these letters. And if yeah. you count the numbers, Cab. you do numerology. No. <laughs> so I think he got like the year or something like that, and it just it was like a correlation, and they're like, look. And uh, one of them, he says uh, the, the beast will appear or some, something like that, and uh, they literally attribute Nostradamus to the chupacabras. So what you're saying the, is the chupacabras might be The, the chupacabra based. community. Dude, I cannot find any link. No! Mandela effect. My dude, after, like, this is out of 460,000 results on Google. You know they have, like, a dead one. Excuse Allegedly. me. Allegedly. Yeah. 
it's they have like like they have a video of one and then that it was sighted and then they tracked it down killed it who's they it was like some rancher here in texas um richard what the fuck is that on your lap it's a i got a live one it is not a chupacabra it's a chihuahua direct descendant though very close <laughs> so, um, what what do you guys think? Chupacabra, alien, coyote, raccoon? What do you think? All of the above, really. It's a chupacabra mix. <laughs> you put all that together, you get rocket. You try and Google the the image of the dead one. They say um, it's like a coyote wolf oh, that, hybrid. That dried up one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I seen it. Wait a minute. I've wait a minute. It. This 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 chupacabra that looks like a coyote wolf hybrid. You don't think it could be a coyote wolf hybrid? If, yeah. it, if it quacks, <laughs> you don't. You don't think that. Lo- you don't think this thing that looks like a cross between no, no. a wolf and a coyote could actually That's be a cross between a chupacabra. <laughs> definitely a chupacabra. That's a chupacabra. <laughs> I saw it eating a goat. That's what it is. <laughs> that was sucking on it. <laughs> Did you know that uh, the chupacabra originated in Puerto Rico in 1994? Yes, I do. I saw an episode of Unsolved Mysteries one time. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, you, the rest of you guys, but I can say my mom, being of Hispanic descent, was totally terrified that the chupacabra was gonna make landfall in the United States at some point. I mean, I I never had that fear. I I thought he was all over Latin America. Well, he started in Puerto Rico. Yeah, Yeah, I guess he jumped over. He took a boat. This is why we need stronger borders, is what you're saying. So it's a, oh, you <laughs> fucking stole it from me. <laughs> so he is an alien. <laughs> ah, done. Yeah. He's an alien. As far as the Republicans are concerned. We, the nation. <laughs> so, Boston Ranger 1970 on YouTube says, I have seen the Chupacabra twice when I lived in Puerto Rico in the town of San Sebastián. And I don't care if people believe me or not. I know what I saw, and those images are in my mind for the rest of my life. If you can't trust the word of the Boston Ranger, 1970, Shit. who can you? Yeah. Can so. we get in contact with him? Maybe bring him into the episode for uh, an interview? He's never been seen again. That was his last comment on YouTube ever. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no one's what ever seen him since. What if the Chupacabras <laughs> is military-based? Oh, he's military. Like he's got a background like, in military? Like it's in the, and he was in the Marines? He served? He's like, did a couple of tours of the Persian like Gulf. Like it's a government weapon. <laughs> like, why would they unleash it in Puerto Rico? <laughs> it, it'd be contained by an island. They miss. That's oh. just an experiment. Oh. Isla Sorna. Come on, we can't even an, contain the dinosaurs. He's escaped. He's escaped. And those those goddamn Galapagos lizards swim <laughs> off island all the time. <laughs> Let's move on to El Cucuy. What do you guys know about El Cucuy? El fucking Cucuy is everywhere. He is everywhere and nowhere. Uh huh. No, that's God. That's Santa. No, that's the fucking Cucuy, bro. (laughs) He can be there exactly when you need him. Mm. I fucking use him at least three times a day. (laughs) Where are you going? I tell pinche Cucuy. Oh, they come right back. Nice. Fucking Cucuy is the shit. Has anybody ever seen a Cucuy? (laughs) <laughs> we, know it. We, fear uh, it. we fear it. I've heard the noises. I've heard. I've heard the scratches on the walls. Oi, oi, oi! I tell Kukui. 
It's amazing how well that works, really. Hundred <laughs> percent. I knew there was. I, I mean, when I was seven, eight, I, I absolutely one hundred percent knew there was a kukui in the darkened room. Right. Right, and, and then one fucking the day he came out of our closet <laughs> in the shape of a fucking raccoon. Remember that? <laughs> it's a shapeshifter, y'all. And we never doubted the fucking kukui again. It's existence ever. Wait, that was it, man. I still can't sleep with my feet uncovered. I can't either. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's such a great sounding word. It's so much better than boogeyman. I mean, the boogie well, is a dance. Yeah, for so for those that don't know, the cucuy is the equivalent of the Mexican boogeyman. But you know that it originated in Portugal, and it actually goes by several it's names. We know it as cucuy. Other uh, other areas of Latin America know it as el coco. And others know it as el cucu. <laughs> so there's very, like to us, el cucuy sounds a little scary because that's, that's what that's we want. Is yeah. there a correlation a, with that song? No, it has cucu? no correlation. <laughs> what's a, that's a different cucuy for Jesse. That's my cucuy. <laughs> what's a what? What's it called in Russian? They they talk about it in, um, uh, in, 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 in Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. The witch. Baba Yaga. Yes, the witch. But but it's like a witch, right? Theirs is like a witch. Yeah. You know Baba Yaga. You know Baba Yaga. They tell the stories to fighting children. John Wick's getting a new movie, isn't it? Like the fourth installment? It's scary. He still hasn't run out of bullets? Not in this country. No, actually, I think he's the only one that actually reloads and has a bullet count. In all yeah, I yeah I've read that he's I, I've the action that, scenes are accurate yeah. in regards to that. After a while, he just starts beating the shit out of people. Yeah, I've run out of bullets. Here's a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you all them. know that there are? Have you all heard the the lullabies that mention El Cucuy? Baba Yaga, come at night, little children sleeping tight. You're about to freak us out, aren't you? I'm You're asking if on. like legit because no. we grew up with El Cucuy, right? Hit me with one. Oh, okay. Take it the fuck off. Take it off right now. I heard it in the movie. Grandma used to sing that to us all the time. Was it grandma? Was it a movie? No, that was grandma. Dude, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I got her to sing it like last year. <laughs> oh, you were telling me. <laughs> yeah, I got her there's to sing more the to that, one. isn't there? There, there was mean? the the other one. Uh, Those three riffs. Theme. Yeah, there's like three stanzas. I wasn't gonna oh, do the whole thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, but I I didn't I didn't realize till researching this that like freaking kukui is in all aspects of the, of of I guess of raising kids and as you rise right, rightfully put Johnny like it. Works really oh, well. Dude, you guys scare the children. Let them know there's a monster. I'm still waiting for the raccoon story. There are consequences. Oh, what raccoon? One, one, the raccoon one was day. the chupacabra. Yes, it was. A, was it the chupacabra? No, I think it was a cocoon. Oh, okay. It's easier. You got a raccoon. No, it's just a, we were in a trailer. Chupacabra, And, and yeah. the raccoon tore, tore its way through our floorboard and uh, came out through our closet. And oh, scared Jesus. the living fucking shit out of our whole family. <laughs> police police had, w- walked in with fucking shotguns and riot gear and shit. We don't know what happened to that, Kukui. 
It was never fun. I didn't hear any shots, so I, I think he's all right. <laughs> he ate the police. <laughs> he ate the police. <laughs> he the That's his room now. Just let him have it. That was, that was sacrificed that enough, so he never came back. Now, since we're talking about monsters and stories that are related to Hispanic and they're in the area or whatever, there's, there's not a more famous story, I think, than La Llorona. <gasps> so this past week... I asked Antonio Carrillo Guerra to please tell me about what he knows of La Llorona. And here he is. There is no one that I know who has not heard the story of La Llorona, the weeping woman. The story goes that a beautiful young woman named Maria fell in love with a man. They married, had two children, and for a time they were happy. After a couple of years, Maria was betrayed by her husband who had fallen in love with another younger woman. He left Maria, but would still come to see the children. In a blind rage, wanting him to feel her pain, Maria dragged the children down to the river and drowned them. She turned back to retrieve their bodies, maybe even save them, but the current was strong and had taken them. She jumped in desperate to find her children some say that Maria drowned as well. Others say that she ran along the bank of the river through the night, searching for them, crying out, Mis hijos, donde están mis hijos? Where are my children? What is clear is that Maria was damned or cursed because of the terrible thing that she had done. She can still be heard at night, searching for her children, weeping. In Mexico, some parents use the story of La Llorona to get children to stop crying. If you keep crying, La Llorona will hear you and take you, thinking you are her kids. Some use it as a warning not to play by the river. Others grew up with this story as a reminder to get home before it gets dark. Because no one knows in what town or what river this happened, the story was passed down to all towns which had a river nearby, and it has survived many generations that was strangely erotic yeah <laughs> thank you antonio so it sounds johnny like you use cuckoo more than more than anything else have you ever used la llorona as an incentive no not too as many much. syllables uh, yeah i find uh weeping women repulsive <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Was not expecting this turn. All right. Holy shit! Not in my house. Fuck! Because they should be stronger than that. Come on, guys. <laughs> I gotta tell you, of of all the 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 Mexican boogeyman that I've grown up with, Gukui and La Lechuza, all this is the one that I feel has done the most damage to poor old women walking by themselves down the street. No. Every, uh, uh, all my cousins, every old lady, and I would, we'd be terrified of her. And I'm just like, it was just an old woman coming back from the grocery store. And these are adults telling the kids. I guess. Exactly. And now I'm like, these poor old women. It's such a terrible thing to grow. It must suck being in a Hispanic culture knowing you're going to grow up to be an old woman. And at some you're point, you're going to be somebody's La Llorona. 
<laughs> You're the neighborhood scarecrow. You're the neighborhood <laughs> scarecrow, yes. That is sad. I, I didn't grow up with that being used either. With any fear. So I, I, I think it's just... I never played outside, so this wasn't an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed past the, past the fucking yard. And the river is like 10 miles away. I'm not going to play by the river. We had Game Boys, you know, when I was growing up. So I, I guess Boy? that's why it's just become like less and less of, a, of an issue now. But I kind of want to, to see if, if you all ever thought about any modern crimes or stories that you hear today and like what you think is there any potential for any of those to become these type of legends like going forward hmm. well that would have been awesome to prep for um oh, i'll give you an example so I, I was listening i was watching a documentary it was called the night stalker and it's on this murder called rich uh, named rich ramirez he was i, I want to say it was la but he jumped he jumped a few cities in california but he he was attacking everybody all demographics and he was leaving satanic symbols behind and stuff and like they they did eventually catch him that's why we have the documentary there and he's already died in prison but yeah that would have sucked if we knew his name and we still hadn't caught him yeah so well, <laughs> it's richard ramirez oh yeah, yeah. all right we'll get to it around <laughs> we'll get to it eventually well, I figured that I, I figured when I heard that that there must be like tons of Richard Ramirez, but I guess not. Like, there was like yeah. eleven, and they caught him as soon as they knew his name. They put it out there, and they caught him like within a few hours, which was pretty good. Everybody was Wait celebrating. All of the Richard Ramirez's? They caught all of them. Oh, they caught them all. Oh, okay, good. They caught. <laughs> no, the no, no, no. They caught. The they had to be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we know we got him. Look, we got all the Richard Ramirez. Richard, <laughs> what's your last name? What's your fucking last name? Rodriguez. Uh, King. But let's go. Um, so, that reminds me of uh, Ted Bundy. I feel like Ted Bundy kind of fits that bill. That, see, like, but they, but they just didn't turn into it. Like, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think once we catch him, that's why. You know, you got like your Jack the Ripper. Not scared that's anymore. exactly what we came to mind when he said that. Jack the Ripper oh, is still... Shit. We never caught him, you know. La Llorona, we don't know exactly where or even if this took place. No, it took place for sure. It's factual. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. Actually, it happened. Fact, it happened. Her name and is Antonio's, Antonio's story like, caught me off guard because he's like, he says that her name is Maria. And I'm like, I didn't even know she had a name. I didn't know that it was yeah. Maria specifically. I mean, it, it was a Mexican woman, so we're probably just taking a shot in the dark. Probably Sonia. It's a very, it's a very big bullseye. <laughs> what I realized looking up some of these stories is that there are so many variations because they've just been around for so long. You play the telephone game through yeah. generations, and yeah, it's bound to change. In some stories, it gets very specific, and like they say, like not only did the husband cheat on her, but the husband was in a carriage. The woman was wearing white. Um, and Maria saw totally them from the, the distance across game. the street. I was like, how do you know this detail? <laughs> like, how do you know Because it happened. I One of it my really friend's happened. cousins actually was there. <laughs> 80 years ago. Yeah. No, but that's not a far-fetched story. Like That, that in and, and of itself yeah. happens all the time right. around the world. Like right. that specifically, uh, goddamn, right, almost to detail. There's and, what, and a crime of passion people? is not like unheard of. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, we just we just branded it correctly. 
<laughs> I mean, it just sounds scary. It, you know, it's kind of, if you think about it, La Llorona, it's kind of like the Hispanic version of the Banshee. The oh. Banshee. Correct. What's a Banshee? I don't know enough about Banshee. It's, it's uh, Irish. I just know the, the one from the, the, the screaming woman from the... Oh, the Irish La Llorona, the Banshee. What are some monsters that we haven't mentioned today? Mm-hmm. You, uh, Winston, you mentioned La Lechuza and... Yeah. I, Dragons. I, 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 I lost Jesus my fear. Christ. I lost my fear of La Lechuza when I learned it's just a bird. Like, oh, it's an owl. Oh, all right. Yeah. Never mind. No, it's, it's so much it more. Witch, right? It's so much It's a more, fucking yeah. witch in owl form. It's okay. still an Correct. owl. I'm, I'm okay with owl. No, like you can owl. have an owl and then it's you have like a Lechuza and you peer into its eyes and they're not the same eyes. Well, I thought they when were it's gonna... in which when it's in which form I'll be scared, but as long as it's motherfucker, form, like that's cool. I've been fucking attacked by these motherfuckers. Okay, they're scary as shit. <laughs> Wait, Fuck that. Like, Lechuzas are no what fucking did you joke. Do to it? Yeah. Was it trying nope. to curse you? We fucking re- uh, hit it with the vehicle. Yeah. Okay. So. Now and then so it came back for revenge. That we tried to put it out of its misery, but apparently she, she was just knock out. She's. I'm not dead. I just knock out. And we went for a swing. Well, she's a Filipino. With a blunt object, and it immediately fucking pounced on our faces. Right. It was a very traumatic experience. Jesus Christ. I mean, if you think about have it, have you this seen is, the fucking talents they have? Like you gotta yes. respect. So Just something that they fly silently. Have you seen those videos? <laughs> that their that? wings make practically no oh, sound. sound. They fly oh, is that that's accurate? So something that's like a little bit more nuanced when it comes to the lechuza, it's like apparently they hang out right at night on the tree, but they mimic you. They'll mimic your voice. So if you're like, "Who's there?" it'll Shut actually up. answer like, "Who's there?" It'll that's it'll creepy. throw your voice back at you. No, and that's that's how you know no. that it's a lechuza uh-huh. versus an owl. Yes. That, Shut up. That, that that just like scaled up three more on yeah. the spooky stuff. Winston, are you are you oh. afraid of it again? <laughs> I'm not afraid of a parrot either. Yeah. <laughs> what a parrot! A, a parrot owl. owl. Which hybrid? This is a fucking eighty pound parrot <laughs> with fucking daggers whoa, whoa. on its feet that can talk like you. Eighty pounds. <laughs> I happen to find my voice very soothing and be okay with it. <laughs> when it's coming from yourself, but when you're they have your scared voice. the <laughs> shit out of me several times. No, no, no. I have, don't fuck have, with them. Have you heard that to get it to go away, you gotta cuss at it? I don't know yeah. if it has to be. I have heard that. Like that definitely, yeah. the kids made that part up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. No, no. How no. do you I, know I, it's in your I've own voice? Older... Most of us don't know what our voices sound like. It wouldn't matter because you just hear a fucking voice. It's still gonna scare me. <laughs> well, that's just dark. some guy mimicking me. That guy's being a jerk. If it's a and crowd, the- <laughs> if it's a crowd yelling at it, which one is it gonna mimic? Will it sound like a crowd? That'd be cool. I think it, it just flies like away, bro. It gets now scared. Like- <laughs> yeah. And the cursing at it, I've actually heard the older crowd bring this up, so I don't think it's a kids thing. No, they yeah, learned yeah, it when no, they were kids. Something. They were the they were the original kids who they made it. They started cursing at it and said, "Hey, when <laughs> you is, curse at it, it, it fucking leads." That's yeah. how we can get. That's how we can get away with cursing, and our parents won't get mad. <laughs> you see, I didn't want to. I had to. Self defense. <laughs> All right. Any oh, other man. monsters? Or hmm. Monster I mean, match. Bigfoot's the big one. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Bigfoot. Or are we going to stick I with Hispanics? Cannot, I cannot believe 
Well, do we have a bis- uh, uh, Hispanic version of Bigfoot? Uh, now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, <don't> El, <laughs> El Yeti. El Yeti. El Yeti. So there's Yeti, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Uh, and I think the Sasquatch is like the Native American name for it. I mean, these are Obviously, probably just subspecies, though, of the, well, of the same. Right. Just like a polar bear and a black bear. Yeah. yeah. The Yeti and the Sasquatch. African-American bear. Don't be racist. So <laughs> what I wanted to get for you, <laughs> I looked at I looked at a lot of YouTube videos, and I looked at the comments because you always have hunters in the comments, and they'll say, yeah, dude, you're just dumb. That's a moose. And there were a few moose related recordings where the people recording were freaking out but then someone in the comments would just dispel that saying now oh, that's a young bull elk that's this where were you okay that's this animal then there were a handful of videos where they couldn't they substantiate it you have people that uh, that'll say right we can't prove it but they say well i've been in the outdoors for 30 years i know what all these animals sound like this one that you got here i have no idea what it is man so i am going to play for you now Three different recordings of what are supposed Sasquatch sounds. That's Winston making love. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that one. (laughs) Sounds like Dory talking. I was going to say, that's just Finding Nemo playing in someone's uh, camper. <laughs> that sounds like uh, Tremors, the Graboids. Oh. The Graboids! Oh, yeah. no. Are those uh, based on so, anything real? Hmm? Graboids? So, so, wait. So, you're saying that the Graboid noises were based on real Bigfoot sounds? Real Bigfoot sounds, that's yes. That's how I take it. Yep. So, evidence? I think so. Sasquatch proven like i think what's impressive overall to compared like in in bigfoot is the number of sightings like there's so many yeah. yet yeah. no one has a good fucking video or picture man have you <laughs> seen those videos like they have quite a few yeah i was gonna say when you do have videos though people just say like that's not real you're like that's the problem though yeah they're like it's that's a man in shakiest. a suit <laughs> it's always that's the shakiest sasquatch is fucking seen. dancing and he's doing the, <laughs> the moonwalk <laughs> <laughs> like, I it's swear like to God, it was the, him. It's, it's never like a good... And, and especially nowadays when we all know how to operate the camera phones, it's still such a blurry I shake. Never... It's like they handed the camera to Michael J. Fox and said, you film this. Oh, God. Uh, no. <laughs> Michael too, J. Fox uh, is a national too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> He's only had that disease for 30 years. That's okay. He makes fun of it. I personally never, never make it get my phone out in time. <laughs> I've had I've seen fucking UFOs a handful of times never made it out uh, in time and if I do pull it out like porn starts playing and then I can't stop <laughs> it and it's it's a mess. Well, that that's all we have today. Do we have anything to reflect on? Just this here what mirror in front of me. Don't look mm-hmm. under the bed. Don't look, look under the bed or you'll find your cuckoo. That's a Disney movie. What is covering your feet up going to do against the cuckoo? If you can't, no, you cover your face, too. Like, if you don't see it, it doesn't see you. It's like Boo from Mario? That's how it works. That's awesome, because that's exactly what I do. <laughs> like, I know <laughs> that fucking cover's not going to do shit. 
but uh, in my head, I'm like, it doesn't fucking know what I'm holding in my hand. Mm. It doesn't know where my fucking strike is coming from, motherfucker. Try it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like just, I'm just hoping a shapeless to, that I'm going to catch him off guard. <laughs> so what you're saying is that the biggest, most lethal guy in this conversation is scared of El Cucuy. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm prepared. Mm. I'm fucking ready. That. I'm ready for that, that motherfucker. Like, That's our reflection it, today. Because it, it's, it's not if, but when. I'm going to get the jump on the motherfucker. Says everybody. Right. Right we're not getting the jump on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for now. And you can find links to the stories mentioned in this episode in the podcast description or at your grandma's house. If you like what you hear, give us a rating on your podcast app. It helps us grow the full scoop community and that keeps the lights on. And if you have time, reach out on the Facebook page because we're going to be asking for stories as we keep the spooky theme going throughout October. What have we got for next week, Alan? That's a good question, Winston. Next week, we're going to be talking about close encounters, so alien stories, and there's this thing called SCP, if you guys haven't heard about it. I'm going to get into it. I think it's going to be some nice, creepy material for us to go through. But all in all, you've just received the full scoop, and we'll have more for you next week. Mm-hmm.